Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. genuine hunger, a genuine thirst. It can only come from God himself. But, but he's not stingy with it. If you want it, tell him, I want that. I want that. I want to I love you more than I love you. I want to know you better than I know you. I, I, I want to be insatiable for your truth, for your presence, and, and for, for other people who feel that same way. Just tell him. Do you have that desire? What's holding you back from realizing that hope? As Pastor Robert continues our study in the book of Acts today, he'll encourage us to ask God for it. Scripture tells us that if we come to him, asking in his name, God will hear and answer for his glory and for the good of those who love him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 20, as he continues his message, Paul's Secret Source. The law was given to us to help us to understand what he did, how he did it, why he did it, the way we're supposed to function, the way we're supposed to to live, I mean, in, in the sense of the ideal, the ideal. A buddy of mine was telling me that many, many years ago, um, and he's an, he's an engineer, and he said, you know, I learned the hard way that if you've got a, a voltage converter and, and you're in, a, you know, like you're in Europe where they're using 220 instead of 110 in the wall outlets, if you have a device, let's say a blow dryer, that will automatically accept the 220, but you plug it into a converter and you plug the converter into the wall, you can blow up everything. He said, I learned that the hard way because I, I, I basically fried the entire electrical system in the hotel I was standing because I, I didn't know. And I plugged my converter into the wall and then I plugged the hairdryer. I didn't know the hairdryer automatically adjusted for the current. And all of a sudden, listen, he violated the design of the system and it was damaging. Do you understand? God just wants us to understand. Listen, listen, this is the way it's supposed to work. It won't work well that way. Oh, you can do it that way, but it might blow up. And so we're dealing with it. Things are blowing up all over the place. Listen, God's people stood out in the hot sun in Jerusalem for hours listening to God's Word being taught. And they were so moved by what they heard that they began to weep. If you aren't really thirsty for God's Word, if you're not really hungry for fellowship with people who love God, and please recognize the danger that you're in. And ask 
ask God to, to fix that. Ask him, to, ask him to give that to you or give that back to you. It's not something you can work up. Yeah, this is not something that you and I, you know, I see churches, I, I was part of a church. When I first became a Christian, I was part of a church. They tried to help people work it up, you know. And say, Listen, that's all emotion. You're not, what I'm talking about is a genuine desire, a genuine hunger, a genuine thirst. It can only come from God himself. But, but he's not stingy with it. If you want it, tell him, I want that. I want that. I want to I love you more than I love you. I want to know you better than I know you. I, I, I want to be insatiable for your truth, for your presence, and, and for, for other people who feel that same way. Just tell him. Because you see, it's, it's in the same way that the, you, know, you take one little red coal out of a fire. You separate it out from the other flaming coals well gradually it's going to cease to burn right put it by itself well in the same way a, a believer the fire in the heart of a christian who's isolated from fellowship with the family of believers god placed them in it'll eventually grow cold we live in a time when people pick and choose and think you know it doesn't really matter and i don't like that church so i'm going to go to this church and you know i don't you know their 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 music whatever or, or this guy you know i mean i used to really enjoy listening to him but i'm hearing the same illustrations over and over and over again so i'm going to go somewhere else wait 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 it's like going to a dentist I don't like the dentist, uh, you know, this guy, so I'm going to find another one or somebody aggravates you at the bank so you start going to a different branch. But it's not supposed to be like that for us as believers. God designed us to, to be woven together as a family. You don't just attend, you, you actually connect. And, and that's why we give so many opportunities for that, because you need it. You need it. The, the, listen, that was a lesson I had to learn, because I'm very content alone. I like being alone. Just ask my wife. Used to frustrate her to death. I'm happy alone in my cave. But it's detrimental to me if I indulge that too much. I, I need human, not just contact, but connection. We all do. Even those of us who think we don't, we do. We were built for it. You were built for it. Now, going back to Acts chapter 20, verse 13 says, Then we went ahead to the ship and sailed to Assos, there intending to take Paul on board, for so he had given orders, intending himself to go on foot. And when he met us at Assos, we took him on board and came to Mytilene. We, say, we sailed from there, and the next day came opposite Chios. The following day, we arrived at Samos and stayed at Tregillium. The next day, we came to Miletus. For Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus so that he would not have to spend time in Asia, for he was hurrying to be at Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost. From Miletus, he sent to Ephesus and called for the elders of the church. And when they had come to him, he said to them, You know, from the first day that I came to Asia, in what manner I always lived among you, serving the Lord with all humility with many tears and trials which happened to me by the plotting of the Jews, how I kept back nothing that was helpful, but proclaimed it to you and taught you publicly and from house to house, testifying to Jews and also to Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Beautiful little succinct explanation of the gospel. You know, that, that he was 
always talking about repentance toward God. You, you need to stop trying to do life by yourself or, or do life on your own terms or, or do life the way you think it ought to be done and instead turn to God and let Him show you how it ought to be done. Let Him show you. He's cr- the Creator. He's willing to teach us. And, and, and then faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Just trust Him. That's the idea. Actually trust the risen Christ. Second thing I want you to notice, Paul was always working to make disciples who would make more disciples. He was always working to to, to make apprentices who would then go and make more apprentices. We, We aren't given many details of the persecution Paul endured at Ephesus, but apparently it was bad. Here he reminds the Ephesian elders that it, it wasn't easy for him in Ephesus. Yet he taught them both publicly and privately. He said, I, I, I didn't hold back. I taught you in the open. I taught you publicly. I taught you from house to house. I taught you privately. Now, now listen, the thing that, that it kind of tickled me, if I can be honest, he's like, you guys, you know how I lived among you. You know how humble I am. Seriously? He's bragging about his humility right here, right? Why? What's he, what's he doing? Was he reminding them of his humility and all that he suffered and, and everything that he went through to be there with them? Is he reminding them of this because he wants them to feel obligated like he thinks they owe him something? No. And next week, you'll see it in black and white. No, what he was doing, he was still teaching them. He was still teaching them. He was still giving. He was reminding them of the example that he had set. You know how I lived. The implication being, now you go live that way and show others how to live that way. Still making disciples, still equipping apprentices so that they could go and equip even more. Verse 22, he continues, he says, and see, now I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem. What does that mean? Well, it means he had a choice, but he gave it up. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the Book of Acts, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today. Anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. 
or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.